Have you and your horse been struggling to stay on the same page regarding your aids and, well, him just listening to your aids in general? The whole communication, it's not as smooth as you want. Well, you have another whole set of aids at your disposal, your artificial aids, and that's what I want to talk about today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you sort out the nitty gritty so as you can actually take it and get into the arena with your horse and the two of you can actually start having well, more fun together, more enjoyment. And not only that, because you're doing this in a correct way, more progress in your riding. Each and every week we do take a different topic to do with horse riding. We break it down into smaller pieces that... I think it's important that you understand why you're doing it, when you're doing it, how it would look, how it works. And in knowing all of that, you can then take that into the arena with you and your horse or out on the trail. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the arena. And I think the result is then that, well, you feel a little bit inspired and it's not the same old. There's new things happening in a way that is just building day after day after day after day. And of course, that all comes together to help create a better better conversation for you and your horse or between you and your horse which is what we are after that is our goal around these parts better conversations between horse and rider particularly from the saddle but also from the ground as well and I suppose the conversations in the saddle are really just an extension of the conversations on the ground aren't they okay so back to today and today I want to chat as I mentioned about artificial aids now there are a lot of different opinions when it comes to artificial aids and generally you find that riders can be um, some riders are on the fence and then other riders are very much in one camp or the other when it comes to using artificial aids so before we go any further um i wanted to just kind of explain how i feel about artificial aids i think artificial aids are really and truly a great help if they are used responsibly and if they are used carefully um, I really and truly do not believe in giving for example children whips on ponies um, sometimes it can be beneficial but I think that if riders start off with the idea in their head that they can use a whip it tends to make for well lazy riders and I don't enjoy that I think that the rider needs to first of all um, really understand how to communicate and then only when that communication I suppose wants to be refined and maybe the horse is quote-unquote taking a chance and that's where you can then start to look at artificial aids so artificial aids generally fall under whips or spurs would be the two big ones now you do get artificial training aids on top of that and I'm not going to even go into that today I'm talking about actual aids where you basically have effect over these um, in the saddle and you use it to back up your natural aids okay so we're talking specifically about whips and spurs and today I want to take that even more so into the conversation about whips okay rather than spurs I feel that's a different conversation Um, I feel that very often a greater deal of responsibility comes when we're using spurs and I feel that sometimes riders can think of spurs as being more a fashion statement 
they're not. <laughs> don't don't put a pair of spurs on because you think you look good. <laughs> no, 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 no. So back to this talking about whips. Now there's a couple of different types of whips. The two we want to focus on today are going to be the schooling whip and the jumping whip. Okay, the jumping whip's a shorter whip. Um, it's generally um, about plus minus two feet, where the schooling whip's about three feet. So 60 centimeters, 90 centimeters, okay? Um, it is obviously used a lot for jumping. And what's very important when you think about the jumping whip or that shorter whip, it doesn't necessarily need to be, need to be a jumping whip, but this is how I find when you're dealing with riders, it's a good way to kind of sort it out in their head. You have to take your hand off of the rein to apply that aid. Okay, so when you're using a shorter whip, you cannot keep your hand on the rein, okay, and then use that aid. Now, really and truly, and I'm going to get into more of that later, but you can't, okay? Okay, once we've got that straightened out in our head. And that's the beauty about a schooling whip or a dressage whip, because you can keep your hand on the rein and apply that aid. You see, there we go, fantastic. And of course, that's because you don't want to drop the contact, you want to keep things moving forward. And it's more of a, it's kind of a wrist movement as opposed to your whole arm being involved in the movement. It's just a very short and, and sweet kind of flick of the wrist, okay? It's, it's a very subtle movement that you use. Now, when do we use these whips? Well, as I said, I personally believe that artificial aids are used to back up your natural aids and particularly when your natural aids are being ignored okay so sometimes when we're riding our horses can become a little bit dead to our leg or and I'm, I'm going to kind of focus really on the leg here or, or it can be the seat but I, I think it kind of comes back to being more basic the more loud aids and that would be definitely dead to the leg okay now dead to the leg can be the result of a couple of different things it can be the fact that maybe the rider's not using their leg correctly or and by correctly i would say the timing could be wrong as well okay or it could be that the horse has been ridden by maybe people who've well been overusing their leg aids for quite a while okay and they've been just banging on the horse's sides continuously and the horse has learned to zone out from that okay but whatever the 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 reasoning that the horse is now ignoring the leg you can use your whip to back the leg up now again if you're using a shorter whip you are going to have to put your two reins into one hand and then use the whip to back up the leg and generally speaking your whip will sit in your inside hand to back up your inside leg now of course there's always exceptions to the rules but let's just say for argument's sake we are going to work on the most basic kind of principle here which is your inside leg is if you want the go button and your whip is going to back that up okay so your whip is going to stay in your inside hand so it is directly related to your inside leg now that relationship is so important and this is where the responsibility comes in you have to first always 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 Offer the horse the choice or the chance, the opportunity to actually listen to your natural aid, in this case, your leg aid first. Okay, you have to offer that, okay? It is only when it has been ignored or it has not been responded to, I would say, I hate using the word quickly enough, but that's where it comes, where, where there's kind of a lag in the response time. That is where then the whip can come into play, okay? And all it is, is used to bring attention to your leg. So this is why 
first of all, you're going to use it on your inside hand or with your inside hand. And secondly, the reason if you're using a short whip while you have to take your hands off the reins is because you use your whip behind your leg. Okay, so you just tap behind your leg. And if you can imagine, you know, um, back in the day in schools when the teacher had a pointer, they'd like pointed at the blackboard. I'm sure they don't do that anymore, but they did. And I'm sure you can, you know what I'm talking about here. The pointer was basically bringing attention to whatever the teacher wanted the children to focus on at that particular moment in time. And that's what your whip is. Your whip is not to beat the horse. It is not to Uh, you can use it to correct the horse and I suppose it is a correction when the horse is ignoring you but it's very important that it's only use is to then bring the horse's attention back to your leg aid or back to your natural aid and then ask again okay and this is very important again so you ask again and as soon as the horse ignores you you instantly and it has to be you're going to back that up with the whip again, okay? Now, I find that, for the most part, if you ask three times, okay, some horses four, but usually three, um, they get it and they think, okay, you know what? That obviously means that. So I should really use, I should really pay attention, more attention to that leg and move forward. And this also plays into the responsibility. You need to only use your leg when you actually want to say something to your horse. So we spoke about this in last week, last week's episode. Um, if you didn't have a listen of that, you can just shoot back and find it there. But it's really important to understand that in order for your horse to respect your leg, your leg has to be worth respecting. Okay, And that means that you're not yabbering on all the time, talking absolute hogwash to your horse with your leg. Okay, You have to be very, very responsible in how you're using the aid and then from that you then build up and that builds the responsiveness to the leg okay so we've got that sorted out okay now as you go over time there are different ways that you can also use your whip. So for example, if a horse is maybe trying to fall out through the shoulder, so a good example of this would be running out from a fence. Yes, you can use the whip on the shoulder just to tap the horse and to keep it back in. And again, it's a tap. All it is is a reminder. It's a an excuse me, where do you think you're going there now? Come back in here, okay? Um, but it's not a, like I'm going to beat you now and you will learn what I want you to do or you're going to, you're going to fear me and therefore respect me that's not respect and so it's very very important that you keep all of that in mind when you are using your whips and how you're using your whip now I really and truly believe that the whip is a fantastic when used properly of course it is a fantastic aid because I can tell you now if you think about it yourself a little tap that is just bringing your attention to something is far nicer than your sides being bruised by somebody kicking you and kicking you and kicking you and kicking you. And that's what happens. People think they are being nicer because they're not using the whip. You're not. That tenderizing your horse's rib cage through kicking is never a good thing, okay? So really, really important that you recognize that the whip is not a negative thing when it is used correctly, okay? And that's, that's I, th- I just feel that um, it has in many situations and circumstances gotten a very bad rap and I think that's due to irresponsible use of the whip. I think if you really and truly want to refine the conversation with your horse and maybe for whatever reason your horse has become a little bit 
well, less than attentive your artificial aids and specifically the whip and I'm going to highly recommend a schooling whip rather than a jumping whip for the the reasons I just said you can keep the contact and many riders just feel more secure that way as well and um, that it is so important now the final thing I want to just touch on here we I don't know how we haven't touched on it it's so important when you use the tap okay so when you tap and you say excuse me that was my leg you needed to listen to that i'm going to do that again now and well listen this time thank you very much you then have to allow your horse to respond Mm -hmm. so very often riders will tap the horse goes holy moly what was that and maybe my be a little over responsive in what they do okay so there's a bit too much energy there and they maybe they kind of go too forward or whatever the case is go too much to the side whatever um and the rider stops them they block them they say no 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 no, that wasn't what i wanted at all at all you can't do that now you're giving very much conflicting aids okay so you have to allow and then you bring it back and then as you and your horse become more refined there's that balance of aids come into play it's just the same as with the artificial aids, as it is with your natural aids. You and your horse have to then find the balance and then be able to then work forward from that. But it's very important that you allow the horse to respond to whatever you have asked the horse to do. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. Um, if you would like more help with your horse and you kind of, you're a little bit feeling lost and stuck and don't know where to go, I'm going to invite you to join me inside of Daily Strides Premium. It's just $11. Um, the price is going up on the 1st of October and anybody who gets in before that is going to be able to lock in the current price so I just want to put that out there as well and um, so if you are thinking about it I would definitely suggest shooting over there and getting on with it today and of course once you join you have instant access to all the past trainings the current month's theme and everything else inside of Daily Strides Premium okay have a great week keep well and I'll chat to you soon be good bye Thank you.